Welcome to What We Do in the Meadow, a podcast where we lovingly roast the Twilight series chapter by chapter. I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And uh, today we are talking about chapter 14, Mind Over Matter. Yes. Chapter 14, Edward and Bella go to hang out at Bella's house for a while. Uh, Edward tells Bella a little bit more about his history and his family. And uh, then they spoon and things get very khaki sutra. Very khaki sutra. Very. <laughs> right off the top, we would like to apologize. There's a lot happening right now. <laughs> Our neighbors... Our upstairs neighbors. Our upstairs neighbors are vacuuming. The dog is screaming. Not our dog. No, not our dog. Their dog is screaming. There's some stomping. Gal- <laughs> yeah, there's stomping, galloping. Stomping occurring. Uh, there's the vacuum again. Shit, their whole house is hardwood. We don't understand. I don't understand. know what they're vacuuming. This family is just crazy. Every Sunday, like every Sunday... At, like, 8 o'clock, I am woken up by, like, the sound of them, like, stomping around at full volume. The floor is, like, cracking open above my head. <laughs> like, I don't understand how they can get up at 8 and start cleaning and then still be cleaning at 5. And there's no there's no use in trying to wait them out because... It's an all-day affair affair and it's every week. Like, I know that, like, you know, a lot of people have, like, a vacuuming day... We don't. We don't, but we're slovenly, horrible (laughs) creatures. But, I mean, like, a lot of people do have, like, a specific chores day, I guess. But does that chores day last for, like... From from sunup to sundown? Yeah, like, all day? No! On a Sunday? On a Sunday. In other news, uh, our candle is lit. I reached out to that candle shop, by the way. She added the can- the, the apple scent for the meme. She did. It's oh, part of the funny. meme. She said uh, she is a big Twilight fan. She's Team Jacob. Oh. The cheeky nose shop, everybody. Go buy yeah. a fucking Forks Washington candle. Yes. Great stuff. Great stuff. It smells really good. We like it a lot. We like it a lot. That sounded like a like a shared sponsorship or something. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not. <laughs> we just really like this candle. And I uh, hate candle, this chapter, The so. candle was a gift, and, and we just enjoy it. We just enjoy it a lot. F- to finally dive right into it, for the sake of getting it over with. Yep. This chapter starts where the last one ended, immediately where the last one ended, as it often does. They're driving home. Edward is holding Bella's hand as he drives. And the... I would just like to say, okay. they went from being unable to be anywhere near each other to literally constantly being in contact with each other. It's true. Like, in the span of a day. And I hate that. I also noticed in this uh, opening scene that, so Bella has the windows down, and she says that the wind is blowing her hair around. And don't you just think that would just be, I mean, they just established that Edward, like, when he catches a whiff of her, he's like, driven crazy by it a little bit right so it seems like a little bit hasty for her to be like let me just let my hair blow in the wind maybe it's just better like that, that way. fan in biology class right, right into your face well but maybe it's maybe it's easier that way because the smell is dispersed out of the cab of the truck maybe maybe know. it's covered up by the smell of of diesel fuel diesel fuel from bella's 50 year old truck and musty sweat which she is most definitely covered in yeah. Yeah. All that hiking. All that hiking. And then they sat for hours in, a in that musty meadow. meadow. Yeah. It's probably for the best that those windows are down. Let's be yeah. honest with ourselves. 
This is actually this 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 drive home in the truck is actually the best part of this chapter. Really? Yeah, it yeah, is. I guess you're right. It is because everything after they get out of the truck is just khaki nonsensory. <laughs> it's kind of true. <laughs> it, it, at least when they're in the truck, they have like. A conversation that contains information that I actually give a flying fuck about. They talk a lot about the Cullens in this truck. Uh, First, I do want to mention, though, so... Oh, now they're rowing. Now they have a rowing exercise machine, and and they 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 put the vacuum away, and they were like, time to row. Time to row. We just had to take a brief intermission because of the amount of sound that was occurring between the rowing and the vacuuming and the stomping and the cat. And the and cat the was on the keyboard and the dog and was screaming and Bovey was trying to throw the fucking ball or whatever. So anyway, now we're back. Uh, they talk a lot about the Cullens in this car ride, but I think Laura has something she wants to, to mention first. Yes, I do. So before they get into the conversation about the Cullens, Edward turns on the radio and he's singing along to this song from the 50s. And Bella's like, oh, you like 50s music. And Edward says that he does. And then he goes on to offer his opinion on music through the ages. Mm -hmm. He says that music in the 60s and 70s sucked. The 80s were bearable. And he liked the 50s. But he gives no opinion on early 2000s pop punk, nor 90s grunge. And I took issue with that. And you'd think that he would. Owner of hybrid theory that he is. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think about it, but that was weird. I would have liked to hear uh, Edward's opinion on the 90s. Sure. Well, I'm Flannel, sure his opinions on the Nirvana. 90s were bad. I'm sure they were. He's they were probably, probably bad. The 90s weren't good for my sensibilities. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's probably better that we didn't hear these things from Edward. I mean, the fact that Edward was like heart and soul jam into 50s music makes sense. The fact that he says that the 80s were bearable kind of got to me, too. Because, like, yeah, the 80s had a lot of shitty music, but the 80s had a lot of great music, too. Well, Edward doesn't have good taste. Clearly not. Look at his taste in women. Ugh. Look at her taste in men. All right. It's a circle. It's a terrible hard cycle. It is a terrible hard cycle. So, yeah, they have that little aside. And then they kind of get right into it. They get right into it. Bella says this iconic line that made me think... Um, very, very much so of Laura. Oh, uh, really? Where she's, like, wondering how how old he is. And she's like, it doesn't matter, but there's nothing like an unsolved mystery to keep you up at night. <laughs> That's Laura. You're right. So then he You're gets... You're right, bitch. You're yeah, right. I know. Exactly. And then he gets to talking about when he was born. Yeah, so Edward was born in Chicago in 1901. And Shout died out to Chicago. T- sure. The Windy City. Uh, and died 17 years later in 1918, which, if you know anything about anything, you know that was the year of the Spanish flu. Spanish Epidemic. influenza. Yes, ma'am. He says his parents had already died. Yeah. He also kind of, he says that he can't remember a lot about his human life, which is understandable because it has been a long time, but also it's I not been that long. felt like it was a little bit of a cop-out just for him to, like, skirt over the fact that he had a human family that I'm sure he loved, and he had a whole human life that I'm sure he loved. Yeah. And uh, he seems to have no emotional ties to it anymore. Yeah, I, you know, there, he's like, so he's what? At that point, he's like 104 years old or something like yeah. that. That's not that old. No, like there, there are, are normal yeah, human there are people regular who live that long. Who are that old? Like he's not that old. It was definitely a cop out. And uh, I mean, maybe this is just me, but like I kind of feel like 
if you have, like, a good relationship with your family, like, your parents or whatever, like, you're never really going to get over that if they die. Sure. I mean, like, yeah, you 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 go on and keep living, but, like, that's always, like, something that's going to be, like, Yeah, especially when it's only been, like, you know, like, it since, since they died, it's been, like, 80 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so it's, it's not, not been like that long. A, it's not like they died peacefully of old age. Like, no. they died, like, a horrible, quick, vicious death yeah. of the flu. Yeah. Yeah, I Which, would I would feel some type I mean, of way about that. It kind of hits different in this day of COVID. It does. It kind of hits different because now we are kind of living through we're literally living through a time in which people are like dying of a disease and like people aren't even able to throw them a funeral because it's like so, you know, everyone's worried about catching it and spreading it and it's just it's like a tragedy, you know? Yeah, it is. We can feel for Edward Cullen in this moment. Like, Edward has a whole tragic backstory, but he, he's just kind of like, well, I don't really remember, so whatever. It's cool. And I just kind of, I, I was like, really, Stephanie? Like, yeah, you, you could make us like him a whole lot more if you just kind of, like, had him talk about it a little bit. Yeah, but she doesn't. She doesn't. She glosses right over it. Because she's so, like, focused on having Edward be this, like, too cool, like, I don't have human emotions dude, like... And it makes him suck a little bit. Oh, it makes him suck a whole lot. Yeah. But he says that one of the doctors, wherever he was, was in fact none other than Carlisle Colin. Carlisle. And um, I guess, so Edward was the first person that Carlisle ever turned, the first person in their family. And I guess Carlisle says he did it because Edward had no one else and he would not be missed. Yeah. Right? That's what he says. Pretty much, yeah, like, I mean, his parents had already died, he's dying, he's, like, young enough to kind of pass for Carlisle's kid, I guess. It was kind of a perfect situation for, for good old Carlisle. I think I think he says Carlisle was feeling lonely yes, at which, that point. Carlisle is, is really old. He's I think really fucking old. We find out how old, like, in the next chapter, I think, but... Do we, Laura? We do. Laura read ahead, she cheated. I cheated a little bit. It was a... Say no more. Cheater. <laughs> Shut up. It was a day. Ryan was gone. I think you were babysitting or something. Probably. I was really bored. I was lonely. I had nothing to do. And I had really, uh, I'd finished this chapter and I just happened to peep the fact that the following chapter is called The Cullens. And I just could not resist. It is the only time I have run ahead and it is the only time I will. So I will say, yes, we find out how old Carlisle is next chapter. I can't remember exactly how old it is, but it's old. He's old as fuck. He's old as both. He's very, very old. After that, Edward gets to talking about Esme. Yeah. Because so Esme's the next one he's like, yeah, to come into the family. Esme fell off. He, he says no. Esme fell off a cliff. She fell off a cliff. On purpose, though. She did it. Like, he says that she fell, but, like, we know she yeah. did not fall. No one just falls off of a fucking cliff. She jumped off of a cliff. She jumped off a cliff, and uh, apparently they, like, brought her right to, to the, the morgue, morgue. But she was still actually alive. And Carlisle changed her. Which I kind of think is fucked up. For Carlisle to have done, it's not an Edward situation in which Edward, like, clearly, like, hadn't... Uh... Listen, Edward <sighs> didn't get to live. He was 17... And I mean, I still think it's kind of fucked up, but it's not as fucked up well, as this woman actively wanted to die. Well, right. It's just like this woman clearly wanted out. So like now you're going to make her live for eternity. Right. Like, Carlisle? That's fucked up. 
It's apparently really it worked fun. out fine for her, but like I would be enraged. Yeah, I feel like we find out more about Esme's backstory later at some point. Well, she seems fine. Uh, but I think she's happy with her life now. Uh, so it, it worked out for her, but it's still a little bit fucked up for Carlisle to have made that choice for her, I believe. I agree. Okay, and then, then we get to the real interesting part of the Cullen backstory. Which is Rosalie. Which is Rosalie. Rosalie's the next one to come into the family, and we find out that Carlisle specific, well, she was dying. He, that's what he he does this only to people who were dying. So yes. she was dying. We don't really find out anything else no. about her situation. We just know yeah. from prior knowledge that she must have been dying. What Edward does say is that Carlisle intended her to be for Edward what Esme is for Carlisle. Right, like a soulmate, a, 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 an eternal life partner. And uh Obviously, that didn't happen. That did not work So out. I just have to say, like, imagine how fucking pissed Rosalie must have been when she realized that she was now a vampire and that the dude that everyone wanted her to get with was Edward. Like, he had no interest in her, clearly, and she had no interest in him, and I don't blame her. It was like an arranged that. marriage situation. An arranged marriage situation that also comes with, you can never die. Yeah, you're just, that's, you're, that's you're, forever now. This is you now. now. Yep. I mean, luckily, I guess, it seems like the fact that they weren't into each other was like, okay with Carlisle. He wasn't like an abusive dad or anything about it. But seems like, that way. Like, holy shit. Um, Alright then. That's, that's it, yeah. It's kind of a weird, it kind of paints Carlisle not in the best way. Dude, I... Have said it time and time again. Stephanie's going to ruin them. It's one thing for him to turn people who are already dying. It's quite another thing for him to turn someone who's dying because she tried to kill herself. And it's another thing for him to turn someone who's dying because he's like, well, this girl's hot. I bet Edward would like her. Right. Like, it's just like a little bit. uh, It's a little weird. It's not great. Thanks a lot, Stephanie. Now you're fucking up this one. Okay, moving on. Next one, Emmett. Emmett. Carlisle does turn Emmett, but he doesn't find Emmett. Rosalie, Rosalie does. finds Emmett being mauled by a bear, <laughs> as we have mentioned before. The bear's revenge. The bear's <laughs> revenge. And it says that she had to, she didn't, okay, so she didn't think that she could turn him herself without We're killing him. him. Yeah. So she had to carry him, what did it say, like a long way. It was like. 200 miles 200 or miles back to Carlisle. I don't, I don't know if it's actually 200 miles. It's something it was crazy like, like that. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. She loves that himbo. She does. And, and we love that for them. She loves that sparkling Edward dumbass. Also more on that later. Says that, uh, yeah, they get in more into to Emmett and Rosalie later. So we'll, we'll save that. But yeah. We'll get back to it. That's the true love. Of Twilight. For real. And then we get into Alice and Jasper. And what Edward has to say about Alice and Jasper, first off, is he describes them as, Alice and Jasper are two very rare creatures. Which is a very nice way of being like, yeah, Alice and Jasper, they're freaks. They're fucking weird. They are stone cold weirdos. They were not, neither of them were turned by Carlisle. No. Jasper was turned by someone else, and he was part of some other vampire group. Coven. Coven. Alice, question mark. No one knows. Alice doesn't even know where Alice she came from. Alice doesn't even know. And I, it's it's such a weird, it kind of makes me wonder, like, did Stephanie Meyer plan on making, like, a spinoff book about Alice at some point? Because there's this whole backstory to Alice that, like, is just a mystery. It's a I, question mark. I'm telling you this right now. We find out more about Alice at some point. I don't know when. We do. 
But even then, it's left a little bit vague. Yeah, but we I think we find out enough. Stephanie didn't really give us enough detail on any of these people. That's true. We find out more later, but for now, all that we know is that we know nothing about Alice, except for that she sees Jasper in a vision before she ever meets him, and so they find each other that way, and then they find Carlisle and that group, and they join in. Yeah, so... And now they're here. So we kind of get into this again later, but this whole thing with the powers... Edward kind of makes it sound like they all bring, like, a certain ability into their vampirism. But really, they don't. It's really just, it's just some. Yeah, I mean, he does make it seem that way. But some of the things that he mentions are not powers. They're just, like, personality They're traits. They're personality that traits. That would stay the same anyway. Like, okay, here's the powers that we got. We got Edward with his mind reading, Alice with her vision seeing, and Jasper with his mood control. Uh-huh. And then he says that the... Others have powers. Carlisle is, like, compassionate. Esme is, like, passionate and loves deeply. Rosalie is, like, stubborn. And Emmett is strong. He's strong, man. He brings his muscle. Muscle. Those are not Those powers. are special powers. It, okay, Emmett's, like, borderline. I okay, guess. he's even stronger than the average strong but vampire. But he was even stronger than the average human, and that's, like, Well, that's exactly it. It's, like, stuff from their human life. That gets better or stronger when they're vampires. Yeah. But, like, the ability to love passionately, that's not a vampire superpower. That's just Stephanie Meyer being like, Esme's a mom. She loves to be a mom. She's She's a mother. She's a boy mom. She's a boy mom. (laughs) She's a vampire mom. Oh, my God. Like, it's, yeah, so that's kind of dumb. Uh, Yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up really quick because it does come up again later, but since we're already kind of talking about it, it seemed like a good time. Sure. So they are talking about this. They get to Bella's house and Edward lets himself in with the key. Yeah, he knows where her spare key is. That she has never used in front of him. The spare key from under the eave. I mean, we know that Edward creeps on Bella, but this was just one of those moments where I was like, oh my God. Yeah, he creeps on her so much that he knows like, he couldn't even Everything. just pretend. He's not even subtle about he it. He tells her. And it gets worse. He straight yeah. up tells her he's been watching her for months. And she says to him, how many nights do you come here? And he tells her almost every single night he's been there. Yeah, and what's worse about this is that it before is- Bella is ups- Okay, so Bella does get upset when she finds out that Edward's watching her sleep. Not for, like, the normal reasons, but because she's, like, embarrassed. She's embarrassed. She's Be- not even creeped out. She's no, embarrassed. she's embarrassed. It's so gross. Before she finds out that he's been watching her sleep, though, it says that she feels weirdly flattered by the fact that he has been spying on her. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with her? Listen up. Genuinely. I don't care if you have a huge crush on someone or not. If you find out that they've been peeking through your bedroom window and watching you as you, like, let yourself in your house, as you undress, as you, like, dance around your room thinking nobody else is there, you don't feel happy about that, Stephanie. You feel violated. You feel creeped out. You You need to take, like, an eight-hour hot shower. Like, you are not well anymore. So gross. And yeah, the fact that her first reaction is like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed, rather than like, oh my god, how could you do that? Why the fuck would you ever do such a thing? Yeah, not normal. Not 
normal. And like we've talked over and over and over again about how Bella's reactions to things in this series are just like off the wall crazy. But this is perhaps like the weirdest one. It gives me a chill down my spine to think of. Just to think of it all. I don't care how close to someone you are. When you find out that they have been spying on you in, like, your personal intimate moments alone. Yes. It's not a good feeling. No. It's just, it's so creepy. I just, oh, God. No, it's very fucking strange. And, um, they, I mean, it's like most fucking strange things in this book. It's just kind of, like, there and then gone. It's just glossed over. And then they try to make it into, like, a cute thing where... Where she's like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. And he's like, yeah, you talk in your sleep about me. And she's like, oh my fucking god, I'm so embarrassed. And he's like, well, don't worry. If I could dream, I would dream about you too. Like, that's not cute. It's not Shut cute. Shut up. And he also was like, yeah, you miss your mom a lot. Like, you talk about your mom too. Like, ew. Which is fake news, number Edward, one. Yeah. Like, Bella, Bella doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> Renee anymore. Bella hasn't spared a thought for Renee in... Weeks. Weeks. So that's fake. So yeah, uh, Bella realizes as they kind of like hang out that she has literally not eaten all day. She hiked five fucking miles up into that meadow, sat there for the rest of the damn day, and she's not eaten. Ugh, the headache that I would have. I tell you, if that was me, I would be passed out by then. She would. She would die. Laura would die. I'd have to, I'd, I would literally have to walk over to her and like, wave a pretzel bite in front of her nose and she would be like "Uh, Ryan and I would put the pretzel bite in her mouth and she would chew it and her eyes would still be closed (laughs) and only after she swallowed would she like sit up in a daze and be like (laughs) she'd be like is there any beer cheese (laughs) it's so true but literally though I don't think I mean yeah, I'm kind of like a fainting goat about like my blood sugar and shit. But even if you're not that type of person, I think it's kind of fucked up that she did that. She hiked five miles. Yeah. Five fucking miles. Dude, no food, no water. No food, no water. On up this hill, muggy ass up day. A mountain. <laughs> up a mountain. And then sat in, this in the sun yes. for like five more hours. Yes. And then was like, oh yeah, I guess I am a little bit hungry. Bitch, come on. Like, that's crazy. That is crazy. They left her house at like 8 o'clock. By like 9.30, I would have been like, I'm sorry. I need a motherfucking snack. He should have told go her home. to bring granola bars. Yeah, where are her three-bite granola bars now? Yeah. Shit. So so she heats up lasagna. She heats up lasagna. Not only does she heat up lasagna, she like heats it up and then she shovels it in her mouth at such a like warp speed. Because she's embarrassed that she's eating in front of him, basically. Yeah, yeah. She burns the shit out of her mouth for, like, no good reason. Like, he hasn't been watching her eat dinner, like, fish tacos and shit. Yeah. All fucking month. Like, who cares? And then, before she can even finish her lasagna, who, who appears but Charles Swan? <laughs> Charlie's back. Charlie is back. And, and Edward's like, um, should your dad know that I'm here? And Bella's like, fuck, I can't think. I got lasagna in my mouth. An embarrassment in my heart, and I can't think. And Edward's like, pew pew, another time. And he just fucking up and disappears. He disappears. And no one knows. And Bella's like, Edward, Jesus Christ. And yeah. she like hears him laugh from some unknown Location. area. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And then Charlie's like, 
boom, walks through the door, what the do 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 do, kicks hey, his boots off, and he's like, I am famished. Yeah. Give me some like, hey, lasagna. The fish were biting, but guess what? I want lasagna. Heat me um, up lasagna. So they're eating. But not only are they eating lasagna, let me tell you what they're drinking. Milk. 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 And Bella describes herself as chugging it, She's by the way. Chugging She's always got to chug milk. that milk. Like, she can never just drink milk. She's got to, she's, she, she has to like drink milk like she's, she does. She, she's every disgusting. single time that it describes Bella eating, she's like shoveling food in her mouth and then like chugging a drink because out of the carton. Don't you know that girls don't eat unless they're about to drop dead because they haven't eaten? Yeah, it, it is a little Stephanie's bit of Stephanie's relationship with food is really bad. And I don't like that. I don't like it either. I talk about it more than I should, but I don't like that. Anyway, lasagna, milk, Charlie Swan. So, yeah. So, Charlie is asking Bella questions. And I guess Bella looks so frazzled that Charlie gets a single thought in his mind. And that thought is, she's going to sneak out. Like, I don't even know where this Charlie came from. This is not the Charlie that we know and love. Like, Bella thinks to herself, like, oh, he thinks I'm going to sneak out and, like, meet up with a boy or something. And normally I would just be like, Bella doesn't know Charlie at all. Like, this is not what Charlie worries about. But then it turns out that it's actually true because he checks on her later to make sure she's sleeping. Yeah, he, like, acts on these weird fears. And um, he's like, yeah, he not not only does he think that she's going to, like, sneak out, she's like, or he's like... She must be sneaking out for some boy. Like, yeah. she st- he starts talking about boys like Mikey Newton, you know? Yeah. Like Fig Newton. Yeah, Fig Newton. Oh, my God. Figgy Newton. Um, Yeah, he's like, oh, did I, like any boys catch your eye? It's a Saturday night. Like, blah, 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 blah. And Bella's like, no, none of the boys in town have caught my eye. And it specifically says that Bella, like, an- emphasizes the word boys because she doesn't want to lie to Charlie. And she's like, well, Edward's not a boy. But let me tell you, if somebody said that to me and they were like, no, dad, none of the boys down have caught my eye. I would either be like, I would be like, she's fucking one of her teachers or she's fucking a girl. Like a girl, you know? Jessica Stanley, Angela Weber. Weber. She's fucking a girl. You know what she thinks Lauren. Lauren! (laughs) Oh, my God. The enemies to lovers story that we deserve. She thinks this really weird line, which she's thought a line like this before. About, what was it? About the dad's fear. Yes, like the dad's fear about whatever. Yeah, he's... Dad's fearing men or Charlie whatever. Charlie makes a joke about like, oh, well, that's good. Don't like notice boys until you go away to college, so I don't have to deal with that. And Bella thinks this thing, and, and it's, and I quote, every father's dream that his daughter will be out of the house before the hormones kick in. The hormones? Yeah, like what? The, what hormones? She's she went through puberty years ago. What fucking hormones are we referring to? They've been there, Charles. Right, Bella. It, they've been there. Does she right. know? It does. Call Someone it, tell Bella that she went through puberty. Went through puberty last night because suddenly she is horny AF. You're right. She don't know. She don't know. She don't know. But it, it does call back to the line from like a few chapters ago where it's like talking about how like every father is like terrified, but also. Every, oh, yeah. father every father is terrified, terrified that she'll that, that she'll meet a boy that she likes, but also, but also terrified, terrified that, that she, she won't. won't. And I'm like, what? Who who are these dads? Who are these trash ass dads? And why are we turning Charles into one? Yeah, I don't think my dad ever gave a shit if I was dating or not. Like when I was in high school, like he hard just, retweet. Anyways, yeah. um, so that's like a thing. And then Bella finishes her lasagna and milk, and she like she's like. 
Good night, Charlie. I'm, I'm not sneaking out with a boy. Good night. Good night. And she goes upstairs and um, she's like, now where the fuck is my creepy boyfriend? And she books it over the window and she like sticks her head out and she's like, Edward, where are you? And he's behind In a bush? Her. And he's behind her. This motherfucker was sitting on her bed, just silent. His feet kicked up on her bed. Yeah, he's dirty, not even duty, just like dirty ass shoes. <laughs> he's not even sitting. He's like lounging with his hands and he behind his head. Like just chuckling to himself. He just didn't himself until she was half her body at the window like looking into the dark like where is he so bella is justifiably startled by this and she she makes a joke about like her heart stopping and um edward is like why don't you come sit with me on the bed and uh we'll check on that heart and then it describes this this is my i genuinely hated it Oh, besides the rest of it? Yeah. Okay. So this is a quote. A quote. A In quote. quotation marks. <laughs> this is quotation marks right We are here. citing Twilight 2005 Stephanie Meyer. Chapter 14. Mind over matter. Then he leaned forward and reached out with his long arms to pick me up, gripping the tops of my arms like I was a toddler. And he sets her down on the bed next to him. And I'm like, is this supposed to be sexy? Because it just really made it not sexy for me. I have several things to say. How long are his arms? How long? He's Slender Man. <laughs> like, that's the vibe that that gives off. Like, his arms, like, dislocated from his shoulders and, like, his elbows dislocated and he, like, reached and, the, yeah. like, his bones and dissolved know, and he, like... I've gotten that vibe before and it was when he leaned over to open her door without getting out. He leaned fully yes. over her to, like, open the car How door. How long are his fucking arms? He's a man. Why he, <laughs> why he have Mrs. Incredible arms? I don't know, man. It's why? Just, you know. Why? He's got a man body. He does yet, have a man body. And yet he's also weirdly described as, like, being the youngest looking Colin and, like, boyish. Yeah, so. like, he's clearly not if he's got eight foot arms. I don't think Stephanie, like, knows where she wants to go with Edward. Like, at, sometimes she it's, don't like, know where she wants he's, to go with he's basically, it. like, a, a boy. And then at other times it's, like, he's a scarb, like, a, a, sculpted, a marble like sculpted marble statue Greek man. god. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like, please, Stephanie. But, yeah, that was weird. It's another, once again... Edward and Bella in the weird, like... Infantilizing inf- her. Yeah, it's, it's uh, not And it great. comes up again later in the chapter. I wrote it in the same part in my notes because it, it doesn't really matter at what point this happens. But later in the chapter, he touches her nose with his fingertip. Like, the way that you touch a baby's nose. I literally like, do that. I do that to children on a regular basis. Yeah. Go, Boop! And they go, <laughs> In <laughs> Okay. <laughs> have you ever and would you ever touch an adult human in that way if can you imagine if i leaned over on the couch and like without context and just went Bleh! and like poked my nose oh like my no God. if you did that to me i would bite you it's so creepy I would weird and like it's like rat. it's a weird like infantilizing thing it's and i so hate strange. it i hate that this happens over and over and over it's again it's very very weird i don't like, Edward no. just has this, like, weird creepy, like, well, you're a little girl, and I'm, like, a And old I'm, like, man. an old man, and, like, I mean, he's not, he's technically right, but, oh, my God, can we stop acting like it? Yeah. Do we have to prove it every three sentences? Stephanie Meyer must have, like, a daddy kink. Stephanie Meyer definitely has a repressed daddy kink that she cannot deal with. Because a- she's... Khaki Sutra. She's a Mormon. She's a yeah, Khaki Sutra. We kn- let's lay it out here. We know what Stephanie Meyer's sex life looks like. It looks like, oh my God, you know in the office where Andy's like, we were necking. 
but it, <laughs> but we were just rubbing our necks on each other. That's what Stephanie's sex life looks like. Edward does frequently just rub his face against Bella's on her, neck. Yes. Or her jaw yes. or her ear And or this whatever. is what I'm like, oh my God, the exhaustion that's filled my body. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So that happens. That happens. Bella is like suddenly faced with the realization that Edward might be like an immortal fresh smelling vampire at all times she's but not. she bella swan isabella marie swan she reeks right now is like a human being who's hiked five miles not eaten all day swallowed lasagna whole and then <laughs> chugged milk after it and she's like holy shit i need to go take a shower i need a shower and i probably need to take a shit and i probably have to brush my teeth as well oh 100 percent. so she Okay, this is something that I noticed because I was like, what? Okay. She gets a bag of toiletries yeah, to she's bring done that before. to the shower. Yes, she has. But how long has she been living there now? I think it's because she's really playing up the whole one bathroom thing. And um, it's All definitely right. stupid. A lot of people live with one bathroom. And how many toiletries does Charlie have that she feels like she doesn't have room in the bathroom to put her stuff in it? Yeah. Charlie probably has one, like, eight-in-one bottle of, like... It, it, it's, it's a shampoo, yeah. conditioner, body wash, shaving cream, all Exactly, and it's all of that, and, and it and it's, like, in the corner of their shower, and it, and it never moves. Right. It never moves. She, I just find yeah. it very... I don't know, like, it's such a, like, oh... It, like, I basically, like, live with a stranger, and that stranger is Charlie. And, like, I can't let him see that, like, I have shaving cream for my leggies. <laughs> or, like, that I use a special... God forbid Charlie know I shave my leggies. That I use head and shoulders because I get dandruff. You know what I mean? Like, my God, Bella. It's yeah, your like, father. It's cares? not like you're, like, storing, like, sex toys in the bathroom. Like, it's fucking shampoo. It's... I had a roommate who did that. Really? I had a... Yeah, my very first roommate... Her vibrator was always just, like, on the side of the tub. Ew, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at Imagine all. if I did that to you. I would hate that. Imagine if you walked into our into our grimy bathroom and there was yeah. just a big old pe- purple penis sitting on the bathtub. We're going to cut this, but... Okay, so the fact that Bella just carries this bag of toiletries to and from the shower with her like she's in a hotel... Is just it bizarre. Is weird. I don't weird. know. Like, I really don't think Charlie... The things that Bella, like, assumes that Charlie cares about and gets freaked out about are just bizarre to me. Like, yeah. I don't know. Just let him live. Relax a little bit, Bella. Come on. Yeah, I agree. It's strange. Uh, so she does that, takes her shower, does whatever, you know, Bella Swan does. And then she gets dressed in these, like, old jammies, like, these old jammies that she has, and she thinks... She <laughs> I, thinks I know exactly thing, what you're going to And she's about. like, I wish I had the silky Victoria's Secret pajamas that Renee had bought me, like, a couple birthdays ago. Uh-huh. They're back in Arizona in a drawer. And she's like, I just wish I had my silky Victoria's Secret pajamas. And I was like... All right. Alrighty. I mean, that's coming on a little strong. Um... We have now reached the point in this chapter where Bella's horniness is, like, oh, so over the top. Sky high. She goes back to her bedroom and realizes that she and Edward are now basically just going to be alone all night in her bed. And she don't know how to handle that. She, she's, no. Edward's like, do you want to go to sleep? And she's like, no, bitch, I don't want to go to sleep. You're here. And I don't want you to leave either. And then he's like, well, if you don't want to go to sleep, what do you want to do? And she's like, what do I want to do? And then it's like, 
So they start back on their, like, weird, like, he's, like, rubbing on, like, her neck and, like, yeah. sniffing her fucking, like, pulse point or whatever. He, and he's He just, tells her that she has a very floral scent. Yes, apparently. Like, her blood yeah. does. She smells like lavender or yeah. lavender. And uh, Bella's like, like, all right, that's a choice. That's a choice. That, that is a choice. That's, <laughs> that's very... a choice that Stephanie Meyer made. Like, she can't smell, like, blood. She has to, her blood has to smell like flowers for her to be, like, hot to Edward. Okay. Did you know that when Bella takes her shit, it smells like roses? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, in the Twilight Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, Bella's, like, freaking out as he's like, you smell like lavender and I'm rubbing my face on your fucking, I don't know, your shoulder. Bella's suddenly like, oh my god, my heartbeat is in my vagina. Like, straight, yeah, up, straight from Big Mouth. Like Literally. And, and he's like, is something wrong? And she's like, no, you, you're driving me crazy. And then they gas Edward up. This 104-year-old virgin who's, like, rubbing his his face just all over her, just above the boob, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. wherever he can find. And they start gassing him up for being good at 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 being with a woman? Question There's mark? no fucking way. There's, I mean, I don't... What standards are we applying here? I'll tell you, khaki suture standards. Yeah. It's so strange. I mean, they're acting like he just like raw dicked her down on like a Sunday afternoon outside in front uh-huh. of the neighbors. All he's done is rub rub his face on her. Right. And they're like, wow, you fucking sex machine. Right. While this is happening, Edward muses about love because that's hot. That's, and he's like, yep. he's like, I never really like understood like love like I've I've read about it in books and I've seen it in movies and the same thing with jealousy like I've read about it and I've seen it in movies but I've never really been able to experience it for myself and I just I'm like so you're telling me that like Edward never had a crush on anyone when he was a human I know it's not love but like Edward never felt lust toward a girl before he was a 17 year old boy give me a fucking break a 17-year-old virgin. Give me a fucking break. Like, you know that he had some girls that he was into back in the day. That's back in old movie. 1918. And, um, Before the flu. Yeah. And then... Uh, and... Well, also, when they're talking about this jealousy thing, is this what you're going to talk about? Probably. He calls Mike Newton vile. Yes! Which I thought was very, like, wow, okay, we're going to go there? And you really? know what? He's talking specifically, he gets going on like that day that all those boys were asking Bella to the dance. He says, that's the first night I came here because I was in my bag or whatever. I was in my, I was in my feelings. Yeah. And um, I would like to point out just so that no one has forgotten that Edward like specifically sicked at least one of those boys on Bella. He did. Like he you fucking weirdo. Not Mike, though. Not Mike. Uh, Mike Newton, who he describes as being vile. Vile Mike Newton. I find that description is, like, so over the top, considering what we know about Mike. And it's not like we later find out that, like, Mike has been, like, a creepy sociopath serial killer this whole time. Mike's just a nice guy, He's just a teenage boy who had a crush on a girl, and then that girl was like, I don't like you, but my friend does. So then he started dating the girl's friend, but he still kind of has it for the girl. So, yeah, Mike's not great, but he's not vile no edward you're weird vile is like the dudes that were gonna do who knows what to bella in port angeles you know that's what else? somebody that you can describe as vile vile is also i've broken into your house and watched you slept for weeks i've watched you slept watched you slept bitch <laughs> that's vile 
Yeah, that is vile. Like, Edward, you need to control yourself. And then, out of the fucking mist, a Charlie. Oh, yeah. Okay? Charlie And then, Edward's, all of a sudden, Edward's like, lay down, motherfucker. Lay down. And he disappears to fuck knows where once again. And Bella, like, gets herself onto her side and is, like, heavy breathing. And Charlie, like, <laughs> peeks open her door because all of a sudden, Charlie's that dad, question mark? Yeah, he's never done this before, but okay. Never. And all of a sudden, he's just there checking on her. That's not really something we needed to know, but... Charlie really thought that she was going to sneak out with a boy. Yeah, which, okay, not only not only is this, like, a weird character trait for Charlie to some, suddenly adopt, but it's also very out of character for what we know of Bella, like, and what Charlie knows of Bella. Like, yeah. for all Charlie knows, Bella is, like, a very responsible student. His daughter, who just comes home from school every day, does her homework ASAP, cooks dinner, and then goes to bed after yeah. studying. Right. Like, in what universe do you suddenly get that in your head that you're like, that's the girl that's going to sneak out with a boy? Like, come on. Craziness. Craziness. Just bizarre. It was just like, it was just so out of character for Charlie, out of nowhere. And like, it was clearly just for humor purposes, but it made no sense. It wasn't funny It wasn't funny and it didn't make sense. It was just confusing and weird. Yeah, it was. Okay. And then uh, Charlie Goes Goes Away. And, and now we now. get into, like, the real Kaki Sutra of it all. God, yeah, we do. Which is that Bella kind of brings up again this whole, so you guys have powers, huh, thing. And that's where we get into, like, well, like, yes, yeah, some of us do. We all kind of bring something to to our vampirism as we, like, change or whatever. But powers? I don't know if you could call them that. But anyway, they... Get to talking about Rosalie and Emmett. Okay, and this was actually, if you leave it alone, it was actually really cute. Apparently, Rosalie and Emmett sometimes do not do this whole, like, high school thing with the rest of the Collins. Sometimes they go off, like, on their own, and they for real get, like, married, like, over and over and over again. And they, like, live as a married couple. And that, by itself, is so fucking cute. It is cute. That's adorable. It's cute, and it's also funny because they make the other Collins just, like, go to their wedding over and over again. Yes, like, Edward's, like, eventually will probably have to go to Rosalie and Emmett's wedding again. It's like like, a vow renewal for them every time. It's so cute. I don't care. That's adorable. And then Bella ruins it. Yeah, so Bella ruins it by being like, well, when you say that they live as a married couple, do they really live as a married couple like with everything that that involves and edward's like oh you're asking if we can have sex and bella's like yes they can they can i'm sure rosalie and emmett have great sex great sex i mean he's emmett's one of those guys that's like no brain cell big penis so you know that he has great sex with rosalie yeah um and rosalie is like the type of girl that like won't put up with any nonsense. So if Emmett's not doing it for her, she like writes down a list of every single thing that she with wants diagrams. to do. Yes. And she's like, study this bitch. I'll see you tonight. <laughs> and at this point, they've been together for so long. You know, it's just, it's just great. And I love them and I'm so happy for them. I wish Bella had not brought up this whole sex thing though, because obviously she's like, hint, hint, Edward. Hint, We're hint. in my bedroom. My dad went to bed. Yeah, like, do you want to sex me? <laughs> And Edward's like, absolutely not. 
but not because he doesn't find her hot. It's because he's worried that he's going to crush her like a bug. He literally is. He says, he's like, you don't understand how breakable you are. If I wasn't thinking, I could go to brush your hair back off your face and crush your face in. Which is a little bit crazy. That's, <laughs> that's like a little extreme. It's a little extreme. Like when I pet a dog, I don't worry about accidentally crushing no, its face. Same thing but okay. With babies. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, if I were Bella and like my boyfriend had just said that to me in the dark, I would be like, like I would be like, Oh my. Oh, maybe don't hold me while I'm sleeping. Yeah, maybe don't do that. Um He does admit he's like, I do find you sexy though. He's like, Yeah, I am a man, Bella. I want you. Um, oh god which, me which brings me to the question like so does edward just like watch her sleep and then does he like go home and just rub one out like you know he does does he jerk off but he cries while he does it though because he feels guilty he feels like he's like, he's like i'm it. already going to hell because i'm a vampire now i'm doing this too <laughs> and edward is the is two rooms or emmett is two rooms down like oh my fucking god <laughs> this again like yeah imagine living with edward Cullen. Oh, we've talked about this before but well, that's why i said like imagine how pissed off rosalie must have been when she turned into a vampire and realized that Carlisle turned yeah. into a vampire for Edward. Yes. Ew. Yes. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Just I know. Ew. I, I too. No wonder Rosalie's so pissed off that she's a vampire. Seriously. Look why she got turned. For real. Um, and then something really iconic happens if we can like move past this disgusting like sex thing that Edward and Bella have going on. Okay. Is he like spoons her and they're laying there and he. Oh yeah hums her a lullaby so that she can fall asleep. And it's not a lullaby that she recognizes. And we know. We know what that is. Mm -hmm. That's Bella's lullaby, That's Bella's lullaby that he's written for her. He's written for her. Bella's lullaby, everybody. Because that's something that everyone wants to do for their significant other. Write them a lullaby. (sighs) That's definitely not something you do for a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Again, with, like, the weird, like, Bella's a little baby and I'm an old man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ugh. So that, that's, and that's how that's we leave it. them. Bella falls asleep with uh, Edward's cold marble body spooning hers as he whispers sweet nothings into her ear. Strange. Mighty strange. They're very mighty strange people. Mighty, mighty strange people. Chapter 14. That was it. That was it. We did it. We did it. Um, I really want pretzel bites now. Oh my God. Me too. Yes. Follow us on Twitter. 